The content of CPR Unplugged is designed for entertainment purposes only and is not intended as mental health treatment or medical or mental health advice. Details such as names and locations may have been changed to protect individual privacy. Hello and welcome to CPR Unplugged. Thank you for joining us. Today on this episode of On the Spotlight, bringing you interviews from professionals in the field, we are joined by Christina. She is a licensed professional counselor, and she is joining us today to talk about an often misunderstood and sometimes elusive aspect of wellness, self-care. Christina, thanks for joining us. Thank you. I'm psyched to have you here. Ah, I get it, because it's a mental health podcast. That's hilarious. Oh my gosh. So anyway... (laughs) So, Christina, um, the way that I uh, got familiar with your work is through your 52-week self-care challenge that is launching on your blog. Yes. It was started about a year ago, uh, actually a year ago today, and I um, now have all the 52 weeks up there ready to go. So, tell me a little bit about... Um, 52 week self-care challenge. Let's just pull that self-care piece out of there. There's a lot of misconceptions about what self-care means. Um, a lot of times people have that concept of, you know, a bubble bath and a glass of wine. Mm -hmm. So tell us a little bit more about how your blog, um, identifies self-care or how it explores self-care. Right. So you're right. There is a misconception about self-care where it's like, you know, bubble baths and getting your nails painted. (laughs) And it's more of like a feminine thing, right? However, self-care is more than that. Self-care is putting um, you first is often, you know, the saying, but I like to say putting um, you too, you know, me too. I want to take care of myself as well as the others that I have to take care of. And so on my um, blog, I don't just talk about bubble baths. And I mean, I do have an entry on bubble baths and painting your nails, but I also have an entry on finding a primary care provider, seeing a counselor, um, another entry on taking a nap, just something simple like that. So that way, you know, it's accessible to everybody um, and all demographics, male and female, because again, self-care is not just a feminine thing that is out there. Sometimes that's promoted. You're right, though. A lot of times it seems very soft and flowery Mm -hmm. and What are some of the ways that you have incorporated those different aspects, like having it be more gender neutral or Mm -hmm. being more inclusive? Mm -hmm. Right. Well, like I mentioned, um, seeing a doctor would be one, taking a nap. There's a few different categories. Yes. So it has, um, it's broken down into three categories. So you have mind, body, and soul. And that's just how I was able to conceptualize you know, the different aspects of self-care. And so for an example, there's um, getting lost in a book, so reading, understanding different perspectives. So one thing that people don't realize that self-care could also be about um, opening up your mind to understanding, you know, someone you may not agree with or spending time with someone that's older than you or younger than you. Another one I have is go see a movie. You know, just very simple things that we don't tend to think of as self-care. So it sounds like there's a mix of superficial is not the right word, but but sort of surface things, things mm-hmm. that you can do in the moment as sort right. of a to help yourself feel better. Mm-hmm. And then there's things that are a little deeper that are more related Correct. to personal growth or long term. Yeah. Another one is mindful eating. 
I have that as a self-care piece under the body category. And, you know, with mindful eating, you don't just do it one time. You want to learn to mindfully eat all your meals, you know, every meal, but it's a, it's a practice and it takes time to be able to um, learn the skills to slow down and be present when you're eating. Okay. So we're going to do a little, a little self-care thing here. I have, I don't know if you guys can hear that. I have a lemonade with me. Okay. I, um, walk me through how to do a mindful drinking. Oh, mindful drinking. So not alcoholic lemonade, people. <laughs> it's a normal lemonade. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, so drinking similar to eating. So basically what we'll do is I want you to first observe the lemonade. You know, have it down, like kind of think about what color it is. Okay, it's a refreshing light green color. It's cucumber mint, if anyone was wondering. Okay, so now that you looked at it, you know, you jiggled it. Do yeah. that again. It's you know? got some nice little bits of mint in it, which I'm hoping don't get mm-hmm. stuck in my teeth later. Is it okay <laughs> if you have thoughts while you're doing this? Yeah, that's okay. fine. Um, and now open up the lid. Oh, oh, hang on. <laughs> okay. Did anyone hear that? Look, lid noises. <laughs> Maybe it might help if you take like put the lid the out again. Okay, yeah. here we go. Okay this is now happening. Now smell the drink. Oh, you know, I don't ever smell my drinks. Well, you said it was a refreshing mint cucumber lemonade. Oh, it does. It smells wonderful. What do you smell? Definitely cucumber. It smells very like green and fresh. Okay. Right. Mm. I would make that into a bar of soap. <laughs> so do you smell the mint? <laughs> I'm so sorry if people are like, oh my gosh, she's snorting right into the microphone. Um, you know, I do. I do oh, smell yeah. the mint. Okay. Which is funny because at first I didn't notice until I took another smell of it. Mm-hmm. I would not have noticed the mint. When you smell, do one last smell, but slowly breathe in to a count of three. And you can breathe out. Smell anything different? Yep. Yeah, more actually, it's more balanced. I can smell the combination of the two. Like okay. the cucumber hits you right away and then. Mm-hmm. Nice. That's awesome. Okay. Now take a sip. All right. A small one that you can swish in your mouth. Don't swallow. <laughs> okay. It's like I'm tasting a fine a fine wine lemonade. Here we go. <laughs> All right. And swish it. And mm. just think about what you... <laughs> it's really nice. <laughs> you know, actually, the first thing I noticed was how cold it is. Okay. Um, because that's my first thought was, wow, that's really nice that mm-hmm. it's not like room temperature. My ice hasn't melted yet. Um, and I can t- see, okay, I could not smell the lemon, but when I taste it, I can taste the lemon of the lemonade. Okay. And it's the lemonade. So, you know, that's, that's good. And did, were you able to taste the mint or the cucumber, the subtle flavors? Yep. I'm going, I'm going in for another sip, people. And don't swallow right away. Push <laughs> it. It's a very interesting experience <laughs> putting, putting, um, cause we, we so mindlessly, you know, I've gotten through mm-hmm. half of this cup already today and I've got to be honest with you. I think I tasted the first sip I took of it uh-huh. and then I was just drinking it. Well, how did it feel going down your throat? Yeah. Here drinking it, I'm actually experiencing it. Did it feel different yeah. from your tongue it's very, versus your throat or? Um, yeah, you know, like, um, okay. So when you eat something cold or hot mm-hmm. and you can feel that sensation of it, like settling into your chest, yeah, it's kind of a nice feeling. It's, um, I didn't ever think about that before, but yeah, it's calming. And it put you in the present. 
yeah i'm not actually thinking about anything else right now but this experience that we're having right now you know when yep. i was drinking it earlier um driving here mm -hmm. of course i was driving i was thinking about driving you know i would pick it up at a stoplight take a sip of it but i wasn't engaged I'm with it probably drink too much or yeah drink too, right you know yeah. you gotta pee halfway here <laughs> yes so you know with eat with you know solid <laughs> food <laughs> You cannot laugh while I am trying to drink. It doesn't work. <laughs> this is becoming part of the experience, though. I'm telling you guys, got to do this as a family because you're going to have a good time. It's hilarious. Um, With solid food, there's the chewing aspect where you slowly, where you slowly chew. So laughing is self-care, too. Allow yourself to laugh. Yes, please don't, don't take serious. this seriously. If you're going to do this challenge, don't beat up on yourself. But slowly chewing um, noticing the different textures. So, you know, uh, the salad is a good example um, where you notice different textures of the salad, um, the oh, dressings. So different ingredients. Mm -hmm. I could imagine a salad would be a good example for that because mm -hmm. it has the different, it's got some things that are crunchy yep. and some, yeah, so neat. Okay. An idea is, you know, it slows you down, helps you be aware of what you're eating and research shows that you can also get full faster. It helps with weight loss. Oh, wow. Okay. So there's some other like benefits mm -hmm. to... I could imagine in general, right? Slowing down in general, let's just say. Yes. I'm, I'm not supporting this by any research here, but I'm guessing that it's got a lot of good benefits health-wise. Yes. Anxiety. It lowers, um, you know, your heart. It can lower your heart rate. Um, and when you're in the present, so if someone's, you know, um, becoming anxious, um, maybe a panic attack, heart rate is racing, you know, their breath is becoming shallow. Um, sometimes I have told patients like, all right, feel the chair, you know, oh, yeah. the chair on the palm, put both feet on, you know, flat. So and it doesn't have to be food or drink. No, it doesn't. Um, I do separate it though, because I feel that mindful eating is, um, a whole separate category from being just present and doing grounding techniques mm -hmm. or, um, it's a different, like you said earlier, mm -hmm. it's kind of a skill you're developing. Yes. Okay. I feel, um, because in our society, we just scarf down food. Yeah, we we're not present. So, you know, mindfulness actually um, was what started my self-care, to be honest. You know, being learning to be more present and being more mindful was what propelled me to think of other ways to be have self-care. So I see the two really together. And so, you know, some of the ideas I have here, um, I don't expect you to be able to just do it for that week. You know, it's just an idea. And you can actually jump in at any point. You don't have to. So it's not like a week one, week two, week Correct. three. Correct. No. And it's not like regimented. Correct. Okay, I mean, that's good. how I started, you know, in my mind when I was writing the blog, that's how I did it to give myself discipline on making sure I wrote an entry every week, sometimes every couple weeks. But I have 50, you know, there's um, 52 ideas. So you've gone through and done these. Yes, I have. Um, or I'm going to be continuing to do it. For instance, the mindful eating. I That's something I have to practice. Um, facing your fears is another one that I talk about in here and that is something that I'm working on. <laughs> so Ooh, do you have a specific fear you're facing? So I don't like heights. It's the idea of falling. Ah mm -hmm. interesting. Yep. So what are some ways because that's a really good thing of like An elevator. Okay, I, ah, so you've been <laughs> riding elevators? So I ride elevators, I do, but there is a particular elevator that I got stuck on once and I rode it to where I needed to be um, for the first time the other day 
and slowly making myself be able to ride the elevator. And so that that was one thing of facing my fear. Um, you know, so I do, um, I have done all these um, or journaled about it. And that's the other thing I wanted to point out is there is probably an idea that you're like, you know, I can't do it this week. I may not even be able to do it this year. One is like explore a place that's new, you know, travel. You know, we don't all have that luxury, but it's something to aspire to. And so I want to encourage people that do the challenge or, you know, follow these self-care ideas, prompts to also journal about, you know, what are the barriers to it? Why? And how can I approach those barriers and maybe make it accessible? What is one of the self-care things that you tried to do and just totally flunked out? Like it was just not for you. Well, the mindful eating is an ongoing thing. I'll, I'll tell you that. And you know, loving your, your body, loving, it's, it's titled loving your naked self, actually, loving who you are, you know, and um, so just having that self-esteem is an ongoing thing that, you know, I think most women struggle with, um, and then decluttering. Oh. Yeah, so that one, I made it a goal to declutter the house that week that I wrote it, and um, I still have more things to declutter. <laughs> <laughs> So I like that um, from what I'm hearing, this is introducing these ideas, mm-hmm. but a lot of them are sort of these ongoing points of progress mm-hmm. or things to just continue to explore. Right. And I can imagine some of them, even if you completed at one point in time, like decl- I've decluttered my house like five <laughs> times, let's be honest. So I can imagine some of these you go back to right like right. you know you might have been done with it at one point but then a couple of years from now checking in and going oh okay mm-hmm. you know maybe there's room for some change here yeah exactly doing it over and over again or realizing that I did it but I didn't do it fully or adequately and that actually you know happened a few times too that's a good one yeah because mm-hmm. I know that I've done things before where I kind of kind of like a self-sabotage right Mm -hmm. like the first time you do it you're like dipping your toe in the water but you're not really gonna jump in the pool right but then you come around to it again and you're like oh well you know okay maybe this time I'll wade into the water a little bit further yes so there's no like right or wrong way to do this no not at all um uh, you know a lot of it is that I wanted to challenge myself and some of them I realized well I can't do it this week but I wanted to really reflect on again the barriers myself um, or you know I did it maybe a month later um, or I have it in my uh, to-do list <laughs> you know again the exploring you know a different country or something new um, or a different town having time to really explore it would be a good um, example and so um, it's it's more of just a lot of it's prompts, too, because I think there's a few examples in here that uh, can go even more, a, a lot deeper. So for an example, one of the last entries was about spirituality and just general, you know, not religious. Um, I talk about how you can be spiritual and not believe in God, for an example, you know, being kind to others and present. And I think you know, that's something you can't do in just a week. Like, okay, after a week, I'm going to... <laughs> I know everything there is to know you about know? how spiritual I am. Or even just being kind, right. too, is another entry. Like, it's like, no, that's an ongoing thing. And you can even break that down into, I think, different mini challenges, um, mini goals. Like, okay, in order for me to become more spiritual or more mindful, um, this week I'm going to 
read up on it or I'm going to learn about the different aspects of it or I'm going to challenge myself in this one area of mindfulness or spirituality. So I realized after working on it that there can be like a lot more little bunny trails. So you really dug into this and got into a lot of different aspects as you were going through it yourself. Mm -hmm. Yes, the entries are short, but it was when I was blogging the entries you know, the ideas came where I'm like, wow, this, this one needs to probably be deeper. So to put that much time and effort into it, um, there's got to be a backstory here. How did you get interested in self-care? How did you get involved in this project? So I'm a therapist, you know, I'm a helper. And one thing we always talk about in therapy is taking care of yourself. You know, don't get burnt out when you are with clients, um, you know, because our, it's our natural instinct to want to help others and put others first. And you can still do that, right? You want to just put yourself as well. Now, that that's one aspect is, you know, my career. However, I'm also a caregiver. I um, take care of my mom and grew up taking care of her. And for a few years, I almost felt like I lost my identity in being a caregiver and taking care of her and not taking care of myself. I thought I did. You know, I thought I was taking care of myself, but you know, when you think about it, you're really, as a caregiver, sometimes you really put your identity, um, you push it aside and you're, you know, you're, for an example, I'm my mom's daughter first, but I'm me first, to be honest. And so after a few years of taking care of her and just realizing what it was doing to my health, I was like, you know, I need to really put... I, I always say me first, but it's, I'm trying to change the language to me too, but I also know that's a its own little movement, so me as well. <laughs> um, so I'm still trying to figure that out because that's really what it is, essentially, is um, make time for yourself because kind of what I realized is when I would give myself a day to myself or um, like, okay, I'm going to eat healthy, I'm going to go to the gym, I'm going to allow myself to get a Starbucks because I enjoy it something small like that it I felt better and I had more energy to take care of her so it's like putting the oxygen mask on first in the airplane you know when you're flying and the uh, flight attendant says um, that you have to put on your oxygen mask first and then the person you're traveling with and a lot of people are like well I'm going to put the oxygen mask on my kid first because they're more important. But what happens is when you're in the midst of putting that oxygen mask on them, you pass out because you're not breathing in oxygen. And then neither of you has the oxygen you need. Exactly. And so um, that was going to be my original um, actually, name of the website, actually, is my oxygen mask. But that, that was taken. <laughs> well, this was just awesome and too much yeah. fun. I'm telling you guys, if you're listening right now, oh, my goodness, you got to try this. You got to try it. Um, it was a pleasure having you here today. Thank you. Give us an idea of where everyone can find mm -hmm. you online. So the actual website where people can find your blog. Selfscience.org. Okay. And that has the 52-week self-care challenge. And then it may um, have other writings um, in the future. But right now it's 52 entries. Well, it's 52 ideas, you know, broken down into about... 50 entries <laughs> and you can start on any week that you want yep. there's you can skip weeks if it doesn't pertain to you yep everything's linked it's um you know it's very accessible so and i have it broken down with mind body and soul 
um, or you can just scroll through, you know, how it's broken down by months. And then we can also find you on Instagram. Yep. So I have a shorter, um, basically like a, like four or five sentence snapshot of each, um, challenge with a picture and then a quote. And so that is Christina.lpc. Awesome. Okay. And I am going to be doing this 52 week self-care challenge. I am super excited about it. I'm glad that I got a little taste of it today. Yes. <laughs> oh, the puns in this episode, I swear. And I'm hoping it would become a book eventually. Oh. Is my next project well, we'll in the have next to, year so we'll have to journal. have you back then yes all right well everyone take care of yourselves and until next time thanks christina thank you for having me got questions or ideas for the podcast or perhaps you have your own story to share we'd love to hear from you email us at podcast at crisis prep and recovery.com or call 602-281-7795. You can also find us online at cprpodcast.podbean.com or wherever you prefer to find your podcasts. CPR Unplugged was produced by Crisis Preparation and Recovery, Inc. The intro and outro music was created by Rob Wilson. The CPR podcast team includes Tamara Lamontine, Ben Edwards, Laura Kaufman, Rob Wilson, and Michael Magarinos. Special thanks to Jason Spisak for technical support. 